3: And I know I'm living in this movie, but it doesn't move me. I don't matter where you call the phone to ring. There you ring, I ring, I ring, a monkey king. You know me, I'm a king dumb. You know to see the very underarm. Um, boredom, boredom. boredom.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Puck and Roll podcast. I am your host, Sebastian High, and I am joined by Aaron Idovich in this episode. It's a pretty small... Yes, hello. Sorry, I didn't even let you say hello. Uh, It's a pretty small, I guess, uh, cast for this one, uh, because conflicting schedules. Because I am in Europe, and finding recording times on really poor internet connection and also with time zones is a bit complicated. But here we are, we have an episode for you today, and it is a bit of a different one because we're going to spend the first 10 to 15 minutes just chatting about Habs news and stuff, as we typically would, and then we're going to jump into a mock draft between just me and Aaron, where he will pick all the odd numbers and I will pick all the even numbers only for the first round, we're not psychopaths, we're not going through the entire draft, Uh, and we're also going to permit trades, so we're hoping for it to be uh, a bit wacky, because it will be done completely off the cuff, and I think we're going to just have some fun with it, and hope that it makes for something entertaining to listen to.
0: But before we get to any of the news of the week, or the mock draft, we do have a quick on this day in Habs history from the wonderful Joshua Rosa.
2: On this day, June 26th, the year of our Lord, 1893, John and Mary James Hainsworth had a baby boy named George, born in the beach, Toronto, Canada, or the beaches, Toronto, Canada. Don't want to offend any pluralists out there that might be listening, since there's a fierce debate where any sign proclaiming the borough as the beach or the beaches would be met with such bickering that the signs would eventually have to be taken down. Anyways, little George Hainsworth stood at five foot six, wearing a weighing 150 pounds. But had arguably the biggest pair of skates to fill when making his NHL debut with the Montreal Canadiens in 1926 that is because from 1910 to 1925 the Montreal Canadiens only ever had one goalie play that goalie was George Vezina and he had to be carried out of the net due to tuberculosis something that would eventually take his life in his last game after that season Montreal Canadiens donated a Vesna trophy to be awarded to the goalie or goaltending duo that had the lowest goals against average, eventually, to be changed by the voting format seen today. The first three Vesna trophies were won by one man, George Hainsworth. As a 31 year old rookie, Hainsworth recorded 14 shutouts and 28 wins in 44 games. Two years later, Hainsworth had arguably the greatest goaltending season in NHL history. He allowed 43 goals in a 44-game season, good for a 0.92 goals against average and 22 shutouts, in a season where the Montreal Canadiens won 22 games. However, Hainsworth and the Habs went winless in the postseason, but they would win two Stanley Cups in the following two years. The next year, Hainsworth would lead the league in shutouts again, this time with just four. That's due to the change in the rules, where forward passes became legal in the offensive zone, and forwards could enter the zone before the puck, leading to a lot of cherry-picking, which forced the league to change the rule halfway through the season. Ironically, that year, Hainsworth set an NHL playoff record for going 270 minutes and 8 seconds without allowing a goal. In his final season with Montreal, Hainsworth was selected as the second goalie to be named captain and one of just eight goalie captains of all time. The next year he was traded to his hometown Toronto Maple Leafs for Lorne Chabot in order to get more Quebec-born players. Hainsworth retired with the tied lowest goals against average in the league, third most shutouts, and was posthumously inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1961. On June 27, 1905, the little-known Armand Mondou was born in Yamaska, Quebec, Canada. In 22 years, in 12 years, Mondou played 386 games, scored 47 goals and 118 points. His best year came in 1934-35, with nine goals and 24 points. His big claim to fame said he was the very first NHL player to attempt a penalty shot on November 10, 1934. However, this shot was very different from the way penalty shots are taken today. In 1934, the puck was placed in a circle, 10-foot wide circle, and the player could take a shot from anywhere within that circle, and goalies were not allowed to move before the shot was taken. Mondu took the very first penalty shot against who else but George Hainsworth, who stopped the shot. The first goal scored on penalty shot was Scotty Bowman of the St. Louis Eagles three days later. No, not that Scotty Bowman. This was Ralph Blaylock Scotty Bowman, an obscure defender rather than the coaching legend.
1: To start, Aaron... We had a big thing happen last night, and that was that the Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup, including Habs legend Arturi Lekanen. What was your reaction when that happened?
0: I mean, I'd like to say more importantly, we saw the Tampa Bay Lightning lose in the Stanley Cup final.
1: Poor Corey uh, Perry.
0: What what can't you say about Lekanen? Like I saw a few tweets, Lekanen means clutch and finish because conference final OT winner last year. Conference final OT winner this year, Stanley Cup final winning goal. What a what a what an amazing player! And uh, I mean, props to the Avalanche. They went through a lot of pain. Something that I want to go through with the Habs, so that in like a decade, we'll be just a perennial Cup team.
1: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I think that going through a rebuild is necessary, especially with the talent of next year's draft class. Like I I want a bad season next year. As much as it will hurt part of me. To like, I want
0: first overall. I want
1: Florida to give us second overall. Oh my God. Like if the. Yeah. I swear. If, if I Florida know, if just like. If Paul Maurice leads the Florida Panthers to a bottom 10 finish. I am going to be so happy. And I will laugh as hard as I've ever Delirious. laughed in my entire life. It is incredible.
0: Even beyond the top five of that draft. There's. Oh, it's such a ridiculous draft.
1: It really is. And I'm really excited come out to scout.
0: we Bedard, Bedard and Michkov, Dvorsky. I know you like Jaeger, I think, or uh, Benson.
1: Benson. Benson's my guy.
0: If we can end up with two of those, I am. Oh, thank you, Hockey Gods.
1: Oh, for sure. It, it's it's going to be a really interesting season next year. But it was just so nice to see Arturi Lakinen. Not only win a Stanley Cup, but score the winning goal. That is just something... In the top something...
0: six role, finally.
1: In the top six role that Marc Bergevin uh, swore him to himself that he would never allow Arturi Lekin to have because apparently we hate talent in Montreal, but those days are hopefully over now. So, yeah, yeah lots really to look understand. forward to with the Hughes and Gorton regime. But... Another big thing in Montreal, which will possibly open the door for a more, I guess, modern defensive system is that Luke Richardson has left the coaching staff because he is now the Chicago Blackhawks head
0: coach. That's really big. Yeah. Uh, And I think that makes a lot of sense for Chicago. And I'm not... Like he was, he was a good defensive coach, but I'm not too, uh, assistant coach, but I'm not too sad to lose him. Like it's old regime stuff. It's okay. Like we'll, we'll adapt, we'll overcome, we'll find somebody hopefully better. I know there were rumblings about, uh, Rick Bonus this morning. Don't know how I feel about, oh my that.
1: God. There's no way it, it's, it's not definitely happening. a passionate
0: guy, but, uh, yeah, I, I that's, I don't not really know how I feel about that.
1: No, nah, I mean, also, he he literally had a quote saying he might come back to coaching if it's on a, a contending team, but he wouldn't even consider it for a rebuilding team. So, like, it's just not going to happen. Uh, yeah. But there Barry are some drops. interesting options. Barry, Imagine Barry <laughs> Like, that would be so ridiculous. It, in his assistant. it would never happen, but it would be very entertaining, and I'd like it. Oh, yeah. But if Look, I, I have were, the game
0: I want, I, I want. Adam I think Mark it's Savard. the same I
1: want. Oh, interesting. Is I'm thinking the same Andrew want? Brunette. Ooh. Okay. I mean, Jack Adams finalist, finalist, finalist.
0: Andrew is Brunette. Is available. That, uh, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind movies. that. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Honestly, I wanted
0: Mark of yeah. in Dallas. Oh, okay. Apart from yeah, the fact I mean, that, uh, like, he's already he's already the coach of their top prospect, in Wyatt uh, Johnson, true. And as a uh, as a scout for Dallas with Dauber, I don't love Pete DeBoer.
1: Oh, Pete DeBoer is just a really uninspiring hire. Yeah, and, and he's making four and a half
0: like million a year. Million yeah. Oh my
1: god, it's bad. Yeah, like it's not he's not the worst coach in the league, but like they're striving for mediocrity now
0: like why would you do that? this is jamie ben is the worst contract in their system
1: (laughs) yeah i mean yeah pretty much i think that's a good analysis of that because that is like wholly overpay for mediocrity like yeah sure i mean look to each their own and i guess or something i've lost count I just remember San Jose At this point, and he's probably still getting paid by half of them. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he's been around. He's been around. He's really going from place to place. He's been but... around. Yeah. 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 But on a, like, a, mo- a happier note, because I, I don't think anyone's like, – anyone except for Pete DeBoer is happy right now about, well, the Pete DeBoer hire. And that yeah. is the potential of trading Josh Anderson. Because the podcast's very own Patrick Lorty came out with a banging rumor <laughs> about the New York Islanders possibly being interested in Josh Anderson and being willing to part with perhaps including other things as well, but at the very least, their 13th overall selection in this year's draft. If the Habs pulled that off.
0: Oh my God.
1: I yeah I, I don't even know how I'd react to that news because of just yeah I mean look it, if if they do that I will trust J- uh not not Jack Hughes why am I say, saying Jack Hughes Kent Hughes and Jeff Gordon a ton like I I already trust them but if they trade Josh so we Anderson we go back Matt ten
0: Hall, years ago we go back ten years ago third overall we pick Alex Galchenyuk we trade him for Max Domi we trade max domi for josh anderson we end up back with a top first round pick i i i can't even like my emotions are and, just so strong here
1: and n- not only a, a a good first round pick but also 10 years of good service like say what you want about galchenyuk yeah. domi and anderson They're, they they were all solid middle six scorers right like they domi all contributed had the best well
0: player season in like something like 15 years since we only put up like 74 points that's something really bad about 72. The habs system, but
1: was, 72 28 goals and 72 points yeah i remember that season very fondly uh that was a really fun year but yeah okay, the guy I, I have
0: on my free agent targets list
1: I, I i wouldn't want him back with the habs but i'm curious to see where he goes next because there's no way he's returning to carolina so,
0: yeah. No I, I don't know It's going to Anywhere near 5.3 million.
1: Oh, God, no. No. Like, imagine what contract the Habs but were signed this into. Contract,
0: this contract was a bridge deal, a two-year, $5.3 million contract, because they thought everybody thought at the end he'd be worth more.
1: Yep. It's crazy. Habs could have signed and, them, like, eight years at $8 million and be stuck with that contract now.
0: Like, what is he worth? Two and a quarter, two and a half, something like that. Yeah, he, he's uh... he's like, you know what? I I like to take the risks on the players that have proved they can play in the NHL. I that's fair. I got a tweet out. That I got a lot of hate last year, like pre everything last year. That why don't we just give Galchenyuk like eight hundred grand and see what happens?
1: Yeah, I mean, like Galchenyuk, like. If you just park him on your power play as a one-timer, that's fine, right? Like, his shot. Like, he can still skate. It. He can still skate. He can still shoot the puck. And he wasn't bad in Toronto. Like, there are worse things that you can do.
0: I mean, he, he had a few bad plays in Toronto, but he wasn't bad. I mean, I, I don't
1: think it was a bad play. Wasn't bad it was in Arizona. mainly just his, his Habs passion returned for a split second.
0: He was a top five player on Arizona's roster this year. Which doesn't say a lot, but
1: what? How many points did he even put up in Arizona? I, I there's, there's no way he scored more points I mean, than Travis I, Boyd, though, did he?
0: I don't know. Um, if I'm being a guessing man, I'm about to say 27. Let me. I see. mean,
1: it's a safe bet to go with with the jersey number, but
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, 21, 60 games, 21 points, six goals, 15 assists, ooh. and he was a minus 11.
1: I mean, okay, minus 11 on Arizona is pretty impressive, to be fair. Like, that could be a lot worse, especially for a player like
0: Elchenyuk. His two seasons in Arizona were 2018-19. He had 41 points in 72 games. Then, in the two following years, he was on four different teams. Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Ottawa, Toronto. And then he's back in Arizona. I forgot about Ottawa. I forgot he played for the Sens. The eight wonderful games where he was a dash six. Oh. That's oh. 2020,
1: 2021
0: Thunders. Uh, Not great, but.
1: That is rough. That man's career has been yeah. wild. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but sure. Well, speaking of a wild career for third overall pick, I think we might want to just jump right into the mock draft. And well, Aaron, you are on the board at one with the Habs. So like, are you just going to confirm what we know is going to happen here with Slavkovsky at one?
0: That's what I was planning. But yeah, we're just thinking uh, Habs. We haven't had really competent center depth in about 20 years. So despite there being two, three, even four fantastic centers, it makes so much sense to take a winger. But yes, exactly. Also, I just I can't deny the hockey IQ of Mr. Shane Wright. So with the first overall pick. Not a bad pick. Not a X bad pick. From the King Ronanacs, Shane Wright.
1: All right. So I am now on the board with New Jersey's second overall pick. They have a lot of options here because, yeah. again, look, here's my thought process. I don't think they're going to go with Logan Cooley because they already have a ton of that style of player. And even though I think that would be nonetheless a great pick, I'm going to go with a player that I, I think is a possibility at two and is just really fun, and that's David Yerichek. So David Yerichek is going to the Devils.
0: Okay, so that means I am on the board, third overall with Arizona. I think that this pick makes perfect sense for Arizona. One of our uh, fellow people at Dauber posted something really funny. It was something along the line. I'm Actually, I'm just going to find it. We have time here. Uh, posted. Uh, my Wi-Fi is not great. One second. Okay. Coolidge, Arizona just makes sense. Someone's got to sell tickets in the desert, right? Might as well bring the kid that'll get the full capacity of 40 in the ASU arena out of their seats. So, with the third overall. That was Hottie, wasn't it? Yeah, that was was (laughs) Hottie. Yeah, Yeah, that that sounded sounded like Hottie. That was hilarious. Dude just destroyed the the Coyotes. Coyotes select Logan Cooley. All right.
1: So, at fourth overall, the Seattle Kraken, I think, will not be able to. Uh, yeah, uh, they, they, have have the they, ha- they have to go Slavkovsky. They have they have to go with Slavkovsky here. There's no way they turn him down. Ron- Ronnie Francis is taking Slavkovsky all day, every day. I and mean, they already have the slut. amazing
0: center depth in Yanni Gord and three other people.
1: Maddie Beniers. Maddie Beniers is a really good player, and
0: Matty, I love Maddie Beniers. He is the best center already. He's 19.
1: I yeah. Well, Yanni Gord is really good, and Jared McCann is solid. They have some options down the middle. But I think Matty Menears and Slikovsky going guys. forward.
0: Slikovsky.
1: Yeah, that's questionable.
0: They they would be nice together.
1: All right. You are on the board at number five. Yeah.
0: Trying to think of a player that John Tortorella would really like. And uh, I mean, there's some guys that are coming to mind. None of them that would make sense in number five.
1: You're you you're thinking uh, of Carrell, weren't you?
0: Yeah, just a little bit. I feel like you need somebody who can match John Tortorella's absolute vibe. I can't even think of a word to describe it. I think that the Philadelphia Flyers are going to jump a tad off the board and take Cutter Gauthier at fifth overall.
1: That is a very, very Philadelphia pick. I think that makes a ton of sense and yeah. is very realistic. I think if Yeracek and Slavkovsky are off the board, Gauthier is the most, the most likely pick in Philly. All right, number six, Columbus. Yeah. Columbus uh, yeah. I mean, loves to take.
0: I would agree. I just mean.
1: I think Columbus here will not be able to resist selecting Simon Nemitz. They're going to look, yeah. well, firstly, he's a European, he put up t- a ton of points, and they want more defensive depth. Plus, having Adam Boakfast and Simon Nemitz down the right side going forward that is really, really good. So I think Nemets at six is realistic for Columbus.
0: Yeah, I I would agree there. So seven, I, I'm about to say something that's a bit of an obvious thing. You have to go a little bit off the board because it's the Ottawa Senators. And one pick Poor I Sens, haven't really spoken about at all. So on Twitter, I said that maybe Marco Casper would make a lot of sense for them. But... Looking at it, I think a guy they might go for is Owen Beck.
1: Oh, my God. Owen Beck. At, I ha, I, good Lord. It's seven? Yeah, that would be a, a head it's scratcher. A jump,
0: it's an Ottawa pick.
1: Is it? He's not physical. I don't know. He's, I mean, like, I it's know, an Ottawa pick.
0: like a two-seat. That seems like an Ottawa thing.
1: That's true. They know they wouldn't have to pay him too much money. So, Yeah. I guess that is an Ottawa exactly. pick, and that I sense. I feel like
0: he makes he makes a lot of sense to go with career third line winger Brady Kachuk. <laughs> You're
1: just trying to piss off Sens fans. Good lord! I, I, I like my hot take is Ryan Chasley going at seven to Ottawa. I think that's that's gonna mm. happen. Okay, Detroit. Okay, Detroit Another drafts well.
0: Just because I feel like they would want a player with a funny name, Jimmy Snuggerode
1: at seven, I would not be surprised if Snyder goes to Ottawa at 7 I feel like that, like, it's, it's an that's auto pick. Other,
3: Ottawa pick that's an so Ottawa auto type
1: pick. pick now for this one, for Detroit because Detroit drafts very, very well but they also like to go off the board so, like, for instance, the, the Mort Sider selection uh, it turned out great because their scouting is tremendous I think they're going to go with okay. a shifty centerman who I have ranked very high, highly, who plays in Sweden, where Detroit has well, Detroit has the best Swedish scout in the world. So that always plays a role as well. I think it's Noah Usland at eight to, det- that to Detroit. That Detroit makes sense to me. Really shifty, highly skilled, plays with high pace, his upside is tremendous. I think he makes sense in Detroit.
0: Okay, so I am on the board number nine with Buffalo. So, their top pairing is set for a very long time with uh, Power and Dalian. But for some reason, I feel like they're going to take another defenseman it seems like a Buffalo thing to do. So, with the ninth sure. overall pick, I think the Buffalo Sabers are going to be taking Denton Madachak. Oh, I, I I feel
1: like Madachak going to fall to twenty. I was thinking I thought you were going to say Kraczynski. Interesting. Oh
0: God, no. but, you Dent? I mean, if you look at my draft rankings. I'm not a huge fan of Korchinski. I have him at 29 right now.
1: Oh, me neither. Me neither. But... I feel like
0: Matichuk just stylistically. Oh, he'd be, like, he he be super, super fun. Like, he's, he's,
1: he's not a bad pick at 9. I have him ranked at, like, 8. Like, I, I'm, I'm happy with Denton at 9. But it would surprise... I, that would t- surprise me more than, like, Ottawa selecting anyone. Because... I don't know if Ottawa can surprise me again because my expectation is to be, well, is for the pick to be shocking. Whereas Buffalo, I don't know. I feel like Your Buffalo just drafts very averagely. That's
0: what you have to go in with.
1: Oh my god. No, it's not going to be Kareil. Come on. It's going Sp- to be Jack Sparks or whoever. Um, like 60% so like
0: of the people in the Bell Center have no idea who Dujankov is. And then I just yeah. be there smiling ear to ear. But like, would you want I feel like that he's the kind of guy? So well, he may not even come to the draft. Oh yeah,
1: I, I I'm not really expecting him to come to the draft. I'm I'm kind of curious to see how many of like the Russian players playing in Russia are present at the draft. That's yeah. going to be interesting to watch. That's,
0: uh, I think Mirochanshko is going to be there. I can't think of that many. Okay.
1: Yeah. Definitely something to, to keep track of. Okay, 10. I don't
0: think Nero is a slam dunk first anymore, but Anaheim, my second favorite team.
1: Your second favorite team. Let me think what makes sense so, for try lightly, Anaheim. Okay, I'm going to offer you a trade. Ooh. I'm going to offer you this Anaheim pick for um, Arizona's picks at 27 and
0: 32 uh, 27 32 34. and okay. 43 Ooh. You no know uh, Arizona's way too many picks so we'll take it You're taking it? I'll take it.
1: Cool. Sounds good.
0: Which means... So you acquired 27?
1: I acquired 27...
0: 27 and 32. Yeah, 27 and 32. Obviously
1: 43, we're not going to be able to get to that in this mock draft, but the value, I think, is at least slightly realistic. Actually, no, I can't do that. Damn it. I'm no, picking that, 32. No, I think that's in the... Room. I'm picking... Th- no, but I'm, I'm picking 32. I can't trade you for a pick that I already have.
0: Okay, so you, you can do it for, Damn it. For 10, who can I... Who? 10 for 27, 34, and 43. 27. And want, we can No, wait, no, 34. We 34. are going 34. That'd still be your pick. I believe they're also picking 36. No, they're picking 32, 34. I don't know how these trades work. Okay.
1: Um I'm improvising it, so
0: we move on.
1: No, we could trade. Give me 27. Okay. Instead of more draft picks, I'm gonna ask for a prospect instead. Who have the coyotes drafted? Really recently? Oh let's 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 actually think here. Um Nice. So mayo. Don't no, no. Don't give me a condiment. Stop the
0: I don't. I don't want the condiment.
1: Mayo. I don't want a condiment. Um, give okay. me. Okay, I'm going to ask for twenty-seven. Connor Timmons and Jack McBain. So I'm asking for two.
0: You can high floor, low upside.
1: Um. Okay. So, Connor Timmons, Jack McBain, and twenty-seven. So two high-floor, low upside prospects and
0: twenty-seven. I mean, for ten, I don't understand. I never understood acquiring McBain for a second. So you got a deal.
1: Okay. Connor Timmons, Jack McBain, and twenty-seven. Let's do this.
0: And now I'm on the board at ten. Yeah. Arizona, right? Okay. Trying to think, Arizona needs everything. So it doesn't really matter position. So I think that the Arizona Coyotes, with the 10th overall pick, will take Matthew Savoy.
1: Solid pick. That makes sense.
0: It hurts to say Savoy not Savoy, but that's just like the way they put it. Right? It, it feels Savoy wrong. But like, it. yeah, it hurts. Like, I I live near my town hall. I can see a Quebec flag, like, 20 feet away from me. But, (laughs) yeah, you got to say Savoy.
1: Savoy. Okay, well, you're back on the board at 11.
0: Oh, yeah, look at that. San Jose at 11. San Jose is a really complicated team to me. They just refuse to commit to a rebuild. They have. But they draft well. As a whole, they draft well. They also have three of the worst contracts in the league. I yeah. love Brent Burns, but ooh, and Vlasic that deal burns. Excuse the, the Vlasic
1: deal is the worst in the league. That's the worst contract in the league.
0: Uh, some would say Josh Anderson,
1: not worse than Vlasic, <laughs> not even close. Definitely.
0: Okay, uh. I think that the San Jose Sharks will select Liam Ogren.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: Yeah. And you are on the board at 12.
1: I am on the board at 12 with another Blue Jackets pick. So the Blue Jackets already picked Nemets. I think they're going to go for a forward now. As for the forwards that are available, who do I think is a good fit? I think it has to be Jonathan Le at to Columbus here. Okay. I, I don't think that they'd be able to resist picking him up at this slot.
0: Okay, the New York Islanders at 13. So this one is one that just makes perfect sense to me because of the kind of style that New York plays and their needs. Uh, the 13th overall pick, the New York Islanders select Marco Casper. I
1: already wrote his name down before you... Announce the pick. I knew yeah, I, I you were going to we go were. with him. I
0: had that from uh, Slavkovsky, Nemec, and Oslund. I already wrote them down before you even spoke to them. It just makes perfect sense.
1: Oslund? I didn't know um, I was going Oslund. Yeah. Okay. Damn. You. you I thought you, know you were about to go Brad
0: Lambert for a second. I, I just. I I was like, no, he's, he's going Oslund.
1: Yeah. But okay, th- this one here, I don't think you're gonna have written down yet. So the Winnipeg Jets,
0: 14. I
1: think they're gonna go for goal score, and no, no, ho ho! Oh, that's,
0: that's what I would have guessed you would have said.
1: I, I'm, I think they go with uh, Joakim Kamel here. I think at 14, they think he's fallen too far, and they just snag him up.
0: Okay, I'm on the board, of Vancouver at 15.
1: Hmm. I mean,
0: in
1: seconds, Trade. Who sends for Vancouver? I'm I'm offering a trade. Uh, I'm offering off a trade, trade for hear. Vancouver. I yeah. want to give you Montreal's 26th overall pick, and who's a who's a and
0: Cole coffee.
1: Uh, Luke Tuck and
0: oh i'm not a fan of luke tuck
1: i know you're not but yes like, some right
0: after we picked it was back to back it was
1: a really yeah it was it was the, the 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 tuck my sack joke um luke tuck and matthias norlander in 20 o mishak okay mishak and Gianni Fairbrother and twenty six for fifteen.
0: I don't see the ceiling there for Fairbrother. Okay, I think he's swap, at best. A swap, qualify.
1: swap Fairbrother for, you know what? Scrap, scrap that that part of the trade. Give me twenty. Okay, so twenty six and Jordan Harris for fifteen. Done. There we go.
0: Okay, you're on the board of 15.
1: Well, you you already know who I'm picking here. Frank Nazer.
0: Yeah. He's fallen too far. I, I yep. really I wanted it to be your pick, so I was holding off. I would take him at 11.
1: I know you would have. I know you would you would have. I mean, but I I, 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 would I, take ha- him I had out.
0: to. I would take him at four. I take him at three. Yeah, I, I I'd have picked him
1: ahead of Slavkovsky at four. I'd have picked him ahead of year at too, like he's been my guy Absolutely. the entire time. And I, I feel like I like George. I, like I like I like Jordan Harris. Either. I like Jordan Harris, but if if you have the option of trading him in a pick for Frank Nazer, you do it.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with you there. Okay, so you're on the board again at sixteen. I'm
1: back on the board oh my god yes, I, I, mess- yes I, I messed up my trade when i took the note down i, I said montreal acquired harris in 26 which is just not accurate but look Habs got frank Nazer. i'm happy ended up with with shane wright and frank Nazer. that is a home run of a draft class so at 16 the buffalo sabers yes
0: that, that's my ideal draft
1: yeah me too i i, th- I think that makes a lot of sense. So you already had the Sabers picking a defenseman. So you already had them picking one of the two best offensive defensemen in the class in Denton Matechuk. So I have them taking yeah. the joint other of best offensive defenseman in the class in Pavel <laughs> Did You
0: might say Lane Hudson.
1: I know you were. I was trying to bait you.
0: I mean, I like Mizeukov. I have him He's at so much fun.
1: 15. He, he, I have him at 8. No, 9. I have Matejchuk at 8. Minyukov at 9. And yeah. So
0: I like those guys a lot. Okay, the Nashville Predators. I'm on the board at number 17. I feel like Nashville... This is this is a hard one. I feel like they might be the team that leaps and <laughs> takes Nishchenko. Ooh, I could see that,
1: actually. Mirosh like over Eurov. So, yes. That's interesting. Okay, I have your Dallas Mishenod. pick here.
0: I'm going to spell it on my list.
1: I, I Look, I, I can spell his name. I'm very proud of it. Um, the Dallas Stars, do you think they... Because you are the Dallas scout for Dauber. Do you think yeah. they go defenseman or... Or forward here.
0: I think that they're going for a defenseman.
1: Cali I know
0: who I think they're gonna take maybe. That's exactly how Cali It's a that
1: good fit for I Dallas. He because he's physic if he can play physically out perfectly he's so mobile.
0: Heiskinning can play left and right. So if he works out perfectly, Heiskan moves over to the right, you have one half of a first pair.
1: Yeah, if Fidelius really hits, I could see that. He's he's so much fun. He can walk the blue line like few others nothing. in this draft class. Is,
0: his floor is a four or five for me.
1: I agree. I
0: I like he's him another a lot. Guy I, I think he's very safe. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, okay. nineteen. Well, I just kind of made a pick. we we made that pick together. So if you want some influence on LA. At nineteen,
1: Ooh, okay, L. A. just drafts very well, but now they have Bergeron in the organization, so who knows? Um, what
3: it's position? Cocky, I, th- yeah.
1: I think, <laughs> I, th- I think they go defenseman as well. They have a lot of centers. I think they go. Defenseman. I don't think they're going to go for a
0: defenseman. You think you're going to, they, going they are If they do, wing? I think they're taking Shane. Oh, I I, I, think, man, I I think I think I'd be, be shocked. Face. I'd be
1: shocked if Casey goes in the first round, but.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh,
0: wise I think the LA Kings would be really into Eurooff.
1: I could see that, yeah.
0: So, so you got I think I'm two go Russians go there. Year-off.
1: Fun. Okay. 20 on the board. 20, Washington. Again, at, in this range of the draft, it's always a question of position first, right? It's like defensemen yeah. are forward because... Yeah, in this range, it's all pretty tight. But you know what? I, I think I think they're going to go forward, and I think they're going to go for a Oh, well. oh no!
0: Nope.
1: Okay. I think they're going with Yuri Kulik here.
0: Ooh, okay, I like that.
1: Going with the hot hand from the U18s.
0: Okay, I have Pittsburgh at twenty-one. Who's a Pittsburgh pick?
1: Well, in one of my, one of my mock leagues, we did. We, I got Ergren at twenty one, which I thought was a very Pittsburgh pick. But you jumped on him ten picks ago, so yeah. Yes, I did. Can't can't really do that.
0: I don't know. I, honestly, I think. Not I think, they, I think they're going I defensemen. Like leaning, I think they they always lean towards forwards if you look at their picks. But, but now they're, they're but now they're
1: losing Latang, possibly.
0: Sure, probably. Uh, losing the You say they'd want a guy that plays right, but I think they're going to take a left defenseman in Leon Bichel. Bichel, okay. That's interesting. Seems like a pitcher kind of pick. Anaheim
1: at 22. I don't think they're going to be able to resist picking Kevin Korchinski here. I think they, they yeah. value defensemen with that kind of a, a toolkit. And,
0: and you look at uh, Zellwagger.
1: Exactly. And they're going to stick in the WHL. I think Korchinski makes a lot of sense here.
0: Okay. St. Louis at 23. Ooh. I think a very St. Louis style pick would be uh, Gleb Chukosov.
1: Really? Wow. Okay. That's fun. I, I mean, I, I'd be if he goes in the first. I'm expecting really? Trakosov to drop to like 50 something or 60s. 50
0: something. I mean that in that range, I, I'd want him to be by the Habs stake.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. Minnesota, Minnesota like skill, and they just draft crazy well. Um, Brad Lambert going to Minnesota. Okay.
0: You're finally uh, you're letting your guy you're letting your guy go.
1: I'm letting him go because Minnesota and they trapped so that I can take well. him at
0: 26. I mean
1: w- I don't know if you're gonna but I know there are other options that I like a lot at 26. So I'm I, not really stressing.
0: I you know who I who we both want to pick. I can't do it at 26.
1: Yeah. I know. I know you can't.
0: But 25 first That's of all. Okay. I'm on the board Toronto 25. I made this I made this as a joke in our last podcast, but I genuinely do think it's who Toronto's gonna take. Tristan Luno.
1: Oh God. Okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, I I think if McGregor, if 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 Rector McGordy's on the board, they go with him, but Luno, sure.
0: he seems like a Toronto player. Guys, kind they of actually does. To able to figure out how to re-sign Lilligren. True. So the sense of need is a little smaller.
1: Also true. There's a lot yeah, of I'm options in this good. range, though. There's a, so many really solid options. So yeah. Oh, he's can't really go. He's wrong. not even in my top fifty. Oh no, I I, I can tell you right now where he currently is. He's currently on my board at sixty-six, but Look, I have one more four, view Exactly. Okay.
3: Wait, uh, well, on you're the on the again. board Montreal 26.
1: Hmm. Oh, God. Wait, no. It's, it's not, a lot of pressure. It's Wait, it's not Montreal, though. It's Vancouver.
0: Wait.
1: Because Montreal traded Harris and 26 to That's Vancouver true. for 15.
0: Wait, so are you picking 26?
1: No. Picking 26. Like, you're picking for Vancouver. At
0: 26. Yes, I'm picking for Vancouver at 26. Okay. Yes. Uh, ooh. Honestly, I'm I'm not good with nationalities. Who's another Swedish guy they can take?
3: Uh,
1: Matthias Havelid isn't here, but I feel like they go with a Canadian defenseman.
0: Uh, I think I think twenty six is a reach for him.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I think they're coming out of this draft with both Matthias and Hugo.
1: That would be fun. Like I kind of want the twins to I like. Think there's that's a Swedish
0: wait. twins 2.0. Yeah, and I mean, I'm uh, the first of the Swedish twins just made it into the Hall of Fame, so we'll see. Maybe the next set. So is Havlat the pick? Okay. No, uh, I'm gonna go with Owen Pickering.
1: Pickering is, is exactly who I thought they would have to be.
0: Yeah, I've already drafted two Owens in here, so I'll keep it going. Arizona, you're on the board at twenty-seven.
1: Arizona, I think um, I think Arizona goes Philip Meshar here.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So that is twenty-seven. You're on the board. So again, now it's twenty-eight.
1: 28. Buffalo. Who does Buffalo? So Buffalo has already gotten two offensive defensemen here in the and Mintyukov. I think they go for forward now, but they stay with their doctrine of skill, uh, which is K- actually, no, soft skill. Connor Geeky. There's no way Connor Geeky falls past 28, and he's 28 on my board, so gotta go with Geeky.
0: I thought you were gonna say
2: priority.
1: No, no, I-, I have a different player in mind, but it was more of me wanting to pick him rather than like expecting him to go there. But I got two picks left, so we'll see.
0: Okay. Okay. Edmonton on the board at twenty nine. Twenty nine. I think that Edmonton is going to go slightly off the board and take uh, Ryan Chesley. That's not off the board at all. I'd be shocked
1: if he's still available at twenty nine. Uh, solid player. Yeah, I solid forty one. Oh, I I have him. I have him at. He's down a bit for me. Uh, he's at 44, but he's in a tier that ranges up to, to 34. So, like, honestly, yeah, anywhere my, back, my back 10 with, of the first round.
0: I have the same tier from 32 to 60. I
1: have a tier. It's I separated a tier. It used Wait, to be no, to I used to have a tier going 25 to 54, but I separated it at between 33 and 34 now, because I think there is a slight gap. I have a range from
0: Jimmy Snuggerud to Vladimir Gerdinand.
1: My range also begins with Jimmy Snuggerud at 34 and ends with Elias Salamonsson at 54. Okay. Okay. I'm on the board with Winnipeg's pick at 30. Uh, And you know what? I think Winnipeg sticks with the WHL elite score in jagger Furcus.
0: I love Jagger Fergus, so much fun. My most viral tweet ever, which was only like 19 likes, it's talking about how we got them <laughs> moves like Jagger. Moves like I'm Jagger, no, uh, Patrick
1: Pat, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not catching Pat in in followers. That's just not going to happen. Yeah.
0: Okay, 31 Tampa Bay. As much as I want to see them, just absolutely crumble. I'll give them a decent guy. I think a very Tampa Bay pick would be Ty Nelson.
1: I can see that, honestly. I can, yeah. I like, I like Nelson.
0: I have with Okay.
1: Final pick.
0: 34, 34.
1: Of the first round. 32, Arizona. What are the options here? Okay, just for some transparency, the, the top guys left on my personal board are Lane Hudson, um, Seamus Casey, Vladimir Gurdinian. You know what? I gotta get I gotta get my my boy in here. Let's go, Lane Hudson to Lane Arizona.
0: Hudson.
1: I Have to do that. Oh,
0: no, I don't want him to play it. He he deserves more than a two thousand seat arena. Actually, I mean, I don't think he's gonna be in the NHL when they're still at that arena. But, exactly. It's why I
1: feel less bad doing it. You also put put Cooley in that spot. Like it's not just Hudson; it's Cooley as well. Cooley and is no I, is
0: a Top prospect.
1: True. That's true.
0: Cooley is their first line center next year.
1: Oh my god! I mean, like it's it, like he's he'll be competing with Travis Boyd or something for that for that. Look, like it's there's a worse to
0: place to be than playing with Clayton Keller.
1: Yeah, but his also, other
0: winger is going to be like.
1: I don't even know. You
0: also,
1: you also put Savoy there. So, that's I mean, true. Look, I, look if, if
0: I'm, Arizona I'm comes Savoy, out of
1: so... this, if Arizona comes out of this with Savoy, Cooley, and Hudson, while having traded away Timmons, McBain, and the twenty seventh overall pick, I think they okay. Yeah, they have so many draft picks, and those are two very. Middle of the pack prospects in twenty seven. So, yeah. Okay. So, I, I guess for a recap, we're. I'm just gonna. Like, I already said the one trade that happened, and the second trade that happened was Jordan Harris in twenty six from Montreal to Vancouver for fifteen. Uh, so Montreal ends the first round with Shane Wright and uh, Frank Nazer, which uh, I think would make us both incredibly happy. And very very uh, happy, yes, very 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 happy. And we also uh, have okay, actually, no. You have you have one more pick because the Habs do pick a thirty three. Let's add one last pick to this. It's it's first round mock draft plus one. Who are the, the Habs? Guy, picking I would have
0: wanted a thirty three is off the board. Fergus. Yes. So, ah, uh, there's there's a lot of options here. Look, I could throw my main amount of bone and just go nowhere, Warren. But. You could. I think he's going to slip a little further than that. I hope he doesn't slip past 50, uh, 62. So that's Edmonton's pick. I am going to go with oh, Sakura.
1: Ah, I love that pick. Yeah, that's great. I love Sakura,
0: which takes him off my board, which means on my board left is Geeky. Wait, did you take Geeky? I picked Geeky at yeah, 28. 28 for Buffalo. So the only guy left in my top 32 is Delzhenkoff. Oh, Delzhenkoff and Seamus Casey. Okay, I have a couple
1: left on my board that didn't get picked in my first round. Um, Seamus Casey, Vladimir Grudinin, Isaac Howard.
0: You have Grudina in your
1: first uh, round. Matias Havilid. And that's it. Oh, that's not, that's not very many. Okay. That's four I mean, guys. I picked are 28 of my top 32.
0: We picked thirty. In my top thirty-two.
1: Yeah. So I'd be there by a little
0: bit.
1: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, okay. So pictures. just for 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 a little draft recap, I'm just gonna uh, I guess recount the draft. So uh, first overall, Shane Wright. Second overall, oh to, to the Montreal Canadiens. Second overall, the New yep. Jersey Devils select David Yerachek. Third overall, the Arizona Coyotes select Logan Cooley. Uh, fourth overall, Seattle picks Yuri Slavkovsky. Fifth overall, Philly picks Carter Gauthier. Uh, sixth overall, Columbus goes with Nemets. Seventh overall, the trusty Senators go with Owen Beck because, sure, it's the Sens. Uh, at eight, Detroit goes with Noah Usland, which is a terrific selection. Uh, at number nine, the that was Buffalo that selected Denton Matechuk. another very good pick. At number ten, there was a trade uh, where Arizona traded up uh, to select Matthew Savoy, uh, and the Anaheim Ducks traded back to twenty-seven and added two B-level prospects in uh, Connor Timmins and Jack McBain. Yeah. Uh, then at uh, eleven. Uh, San Jose selects Liam Ugrin At 12, Columbus goes with Jonathan LeCaramaki. At 13, which is almost destined to happen, the New York Islanders select Marco Casper. At 14, Winnipeg selects Joachim Kamel, who slips in the draft. At 15, uh, the Montreal Canadiens trade up uh, with Vancouver. They trade Jordan Harris in the 26th overall selection to select uh, Frank Nazer, which is, I mean. Second on
0: your board, right?
1: Yes, he is second on my board. Uh, I know Jordan Harris is a steep price to just move up 11 selections, but I didn't want to be trading second round picks because we we weren't going to be going through them in here. Um, So, yeah. Jordan Harris, I think, would get the deal done. And I think the Habs could stomach yeah. losing him because there's just a lot of depth that left defenseman in the Canadiens' prospect pool. Then at 16, Buffalo selects Pavel Mediukov because he terrible. is electrifying and so much fun.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm going to take over the reading just because your connection's not so hot. So 17th overall, the Nashville Predators select Ivan Miroshenko. 18th overall, it would have been really helpful for me if I had actually kept track of who owns the picks. One second.
1: Dallas. Okay,
0: 18th overall. Oh, yeah, I should have remembered that. The Dallas Stars select Kaleo Delius. 19th overall, the LA Kings select Dano Yurov. 20th overall, the Washington Capitals select Yuri Kulich. Pittsburgh, 21st, takes Leon Bichel. At 22, the Anaheim Ducks select Kevin Korchinski. 23rd overall, the St. Louis Blues select Gleb Chukosov. At 24, my man Brad Lambert goes to the Minnesota Wild. 25th, the Toronto Maple Leafs select future third-pairing stud Tristan Luno. Vancouver 26 takes future second-pairing stud Owen Pickering. At 27, the um, Arizona Coyotes stack even more on their forward depth with Philip Mishar. 28, the Buffalo Sabres select Connor Geeky. At 29, the Edmonton Oilers select Ryan Chesley. Wait, is Ryan even his first name? Yes, Ryan Chesley. 30, the Winnipeg Jets select Jagger Ferkus, who's got the moves like Jagger's that got the moves like Jagger, singular Jagger. At 31, the Tampa Bay Lightning select Ty Nelson. At 32, the Buffalo Sabres take one of my favorite prospects ever in Lane Hudson. And finally, 33rd overall, the Montreal Canadiens select Adam Sakura. It's a great draft.
1: This is a lot of fun. I'm very proud of us. This would be chaos, and I would love it. I would love every moment of this. If Gleb goes in the first round, I'm gonna smile a lot because I'd be very happy God for him. That. Oh, for sure. So yeah, I think, Aaron, if you want to okay, take uh, over the outro. Be...
0: Okay, wow. I go from a guest and then a week later, I'm just in charge of the outro. What am I even supposed to say? Whatever you want. Okay.
1: Well, the Montreal are one week away
0: making the first overall pick at the 2022 NHL draft and we all know who that's going to be.